Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Volunteer Country on SI Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Jack Foster, joined today by Riley Haltom. Today, discussing some Lady Vols. They're coming off the first couple SEC wins of the season against Alabama in Knoxville, and then against Arkansas and Fayetteville, a clutch fourth quarter comeback there to get the win on the road. Lady Vols are 13-1 and and bound to go only up from here. The star forward, Ray Burrell, has officially made her return to the floor for the Lady Vols, not to the starting lineup yet, as she is still working to getting back 100% healthy, but she is back and she is playing Riley, which is huge for the Lady Vols, something we're definitely going to get into today. But it's been a minute, Riley, since we talked. Last time you said Tennessee would lose to Stanford, so got to give you credit. You are right. But how you been, buddy? And how did the holiday season treat you? I've been good, man. Holiday season's been great. Getting to see family, getting to hang out with friends, you know, just enjoying each other's company. Uh, during the break, got some snow finally, you know, 70 degrees on Christmas <laughs> here in West Tennessee. But, you know, we're snowing now, so it's not so bad. You know, it's nice to get a little break, a little winter weather. Yeah, that's how it goes in Tennessee, man. Like you said, 70 degrees <laughs> and Christmas, by far the warmest Christmas I've ever been a part of, you know, shorts weather. And then now yeah. it's a blizzard outside here on uh, Thursday, January 6th. But, you know, just here for it, buddy. And I'm here for the Lady Vols, too. We got a big game tonight. Tennessee hosting Texas A&M, number 25 Texas A&M. That is, is uh, their fourth ranked opponent this year. So it's going to be a good one in Knoxville. And I'll tell you what else is always good to me, what always treats me with uh, the utmost great consistency. And that is Acker Travel Company by Dream Vacations. And people, if you're looking to book travel at any time, want to go to Colorado and experience the snow all the time in the winter, be sure and use Acker Travel Company by Dream Vacations to book that travel. They do all the work for you. And when you just contact our friends Beth and Price, they'll throw in a $50 Visa gift card. I mean, what is there to lose with these people? Give them a call now to find that dream vacation you need. All right, Riley, let's get into it. First, I want to get your instant thoughts on that win in Fayetteville against Arkansas, obviously outscoring the Razorbacks 25-15 to 15 in the fourth quarter, a big, resilient comeback win. But I just want to get your thoughts on what that win means going forward, getting a tough SEC win on the road, and obviously Ray Burrell making her way back into the lineup. So those fourth quarter comebacks are starting. I say starting. They've been a trend with this team, you know. You see, it's happened so many times now. They're they're down going into the fourth quarter, and then they come and they have this huge surge, usually led by one or two players. You know, it's been Jordan Horston a lot. It's been Samari Key a lot. But uh, it, it's a good thing. It shows how resilient this team is. You know, they're not going to give up. And that's, I think, uh, a fragment of the coaching. You know, that's uh, part of Kelly Harper's coaching philosophy is, you know, given four quarters of effort. Uh, and along with the rebounding, you know, it's such a big thing for her. But, um, right. <laughs> you know, Braille coming back, that's going to be huge. Um, I don't think it's something that we need to rush here. Uh, if you go, you bring her back too fast. I think the only thing lo- worse than losing a game because you don't have Ray Burrell is losing a game because you brought her back too fast. I think it's a good strategy to ease her back into the lineup, shake some of that rust off, make sure she's a hundred percent before putting her in there full time. Cause obviously Ray Burrell is a game changer, but you don't want to have her in there too early because then she could be a game changer for the wrong reasons. Right. Exactly. And I think they did a good job. Uh, against Arkansas, you know, that pretty sure it was the second quarter she made her first appearance. Right. And, you know, she splashed that deep two originally was called as a three, but, you know, her foot was on the line, so it counted as a two. But 
and I don't think she played many more minutes after that. Hey, I got it right here. She only played 12 in the whole game, but she didn't do you know much with the ball in her hands after that. She was just kind of you know a role player there for that game, which I think was, like you said, the perfect way to use her. But moving forward, obviously, she's going to be used more and probably make her way back to the starting lineup soon. I just want to get your thoughts on what does she bring to the Lady Vols that they've been missing since she got injured, if anything. She brings a lot of depth, um, and I say that both as personnel, you know, having so many people on the bench, uh, but also in her utility. She is a great player, both from beyond the arc, from when she's driving into the paint. She can play in, like, Tamari Key's kind of position where she can sit in the paint, get the ball, and score. Uh, she, she has so many different versatility. She, she is very versatile, you know. And it's and our diva. I mean, she's just one of the best players in women's college. So obviously, bringing her back, you're gonna get one of the best players in women's basketball. Um, so there, there's no way that you can get, go around that. You know, she she is a game changer in every sense of the word. So I I don't think there's any negatives to having Ray Burrell back. You know, you can't say anything bad about it, you know? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. There's no negatives in having her back. It's just, you know, making sure she's 100% when you do have her 100% as far as activity in the lineup. But last time we saw Ray Burrell play before Arkansas was obviously the first game when she got hurt in the first half, but just a refresher, she had 12 points in 17 minutes, absolutely dominant performance on the floor in that first half was really the sole reason the lady balls were staying in the game. Cause if you remember Riley, it was a horrific offensive performance yes. in that first half outside of Burrell, but then die and Walker picked it up in the second half to eventually win it um, with that 21 to seven uh, fourth quarter score there to come back and win. But yeah, Burrell obviously brings a lot. I think even though the lady balls have gone 13 and one and won a lot of tough, you know, gritty games, Ray Burrell's going to make it easier for that offense to, you know, be high tempo to, to score, frankly, you know, lack of a better term. But um, these offensive cold stretches that we've seen a lot throughout the season, the Kelly Hopper squad will be, you know, at a minimum with Ray Burrell at 100%. And I feel like that kind of goes without saying, you know. Absolutely. I agree with you. Um, having Ray Burrell back, uh, you get – more, I think it makes those fourth quarter comebacks that we were just talking about less necessary. Hopefully there aren't so many of those because we're leading for more of the game, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I want to get your thoughts here. So rank the Lady Vols on a scale, their offense on a scale of one to 10 currently, because obviously their defense has been basically nine or 10 all year. Their offense on a scale of one to 10 right now, and then do it again, but with a full Burrell. If you had asked me this question a few games ago, I probably would have put them at about, five or six but I think you've seen a lot of players and just in these past couple games you know three or four games I think you've seen a lot of players that haven't been a a very or haven't been impact players on offense come in and make some pretty big impacts so I'm gonna go about a seven now okay you bring Ray Burrell back I think that has the potential to go to a nine or ten I think with Ray Brown in the lineup, because that, I mean, like you said, without her in that first game, there wasn't just a whole lot of offense. She can be the offense by herself. She is a very, very good player. So like I said, you, you bring her back, maybe a nine, maybe a 10, you know, and then you have top offense, top defense. What more could you want? You know? 
Right. And, you know, the Lady Vols have only lost one game this season. It was that Stanford game in TBA. And since then, they absolutely blew East Tennessee State and Chattanooga out of the water. You know, beat East Tennessee State by 54 and then beat Chattanooga by 50. So, you know, those those two are just not competitive games. And then they get into SEC play and put it to Alabama, and then they go to Arkansas and win. So, in these last two games, you talk about players stepping up. One I've really noticed is Jordan Walker. She has 29 points in the last two games. We kind of see her have these, you know, it's kind of – I don't know. She, she'd do well one game, and then she'd kind of take a back seat, and you just wouldn't see her on the offensive, you know, side of the floor, and you're like, what happened here? But, uh, but the last two games, she's shown a lot of consistent offensive play. She can make those shots from beyond the arc, as like Tess Darby, like Sarah Puckett. You know, we've seen that. Alexis Dye is always going to play uh, really physical and get in the paint and make those buckets. But, you know, the X factor for the Lady Vols this whole season, especially lately, has been Tamari Key. You know, double figures in eight of the last nine, averaging 12.8 points per game. She is playing the best hoops of her career at this moment. So... You know, having Tamari Key and Ray Burrell, just what do you see in your mind when you see both of those players playing full force on the court? So you're one of the most dominant offenses and defenses in college basketball. I mean, Ray Burrell by herself can be that offense. I've said that a million times now. Tamari Key, you throw her in there, having her presence in the paint. You get the ball to her, you know, she, and Ray Burrell has assist, you know. Yeah. Or, you know, any player on the court could get those assists because Tamari Key is just that kind of player. If you can get the ball to her, if you can find a clean look to her, she's going to score. It's free two points. So you have her on the offensive side of the ball, obviously going to be a huge presence, pretty much two points anytime you can get the ball to her in the paint. But also on the defensive side of the ball, you have Ray Burrell, who is pretty good defensive player. You know, obviously her strength is her offensive play, but – by no means is she a bad defender. So you have her, you have Tamari Key in the paint, going to clog up the paint. Nobody's getting through there. So, like I said, you have top offense, top defense. You bring her back. It's an even better defense. It's an even better offense. I just have a very, very good view for the future of this team. You know, this yeah. is going to be a very good team here in these next coming weeks. Yeah, it's been huge for Harper to lead this team to a 13-1 record without Burrell. Like, absolutely huge. If you'd have told me that would have happened after what I saw in the Southern Illinois game, even though they come back, I'd have said you were crazy, to be honest. I just did not see that happening. But, you know, they've done it, and here we are. So, Riley, let's talk about Texas A&M tonight. What do you expect to see tonight? What do you want to see out of the Lady Vols in TBA tonight against a ranked team? I want to see grittiness, the same kind of grittiness they've been showing all year. You know, I don't expect it to change, but – you show that against a very well-coached Texas A&M team, obviously. Uh, they have some great guards, you know, um, Kayla Wells, Jordan Nixon. Those guards are going to have to play really well tonight. Um, I, by that, I mean our guards, you know, Jordan Walker. If Horston's back, Horston as well. Um, so they're, they're going to need those those guards to play very well going going into tonight and because those the Texas A&M's pair of guards – they're very good basketball players on a very well-coached team. So Texas A&M, not going to be an easy win, not going to be a handout. Tennessee's going to have to work for this one, just like they had to work for South Florida, just like they had to work for uh, Texas, you know. Uh, I don't think it's going to be quite as difficult as Stanford was, you know. Uh, the Stanford was a very, very good basketball team. And um, I think one of the very few teams that 
could have beat Tennessee in the state that they were in. Uh, so I think I do think the Vols or Lady Vols pull this out. You know, I, I don't think it's a loss at, by any means, but uh, it's not going to be an easy one. It's going to have to be gritty. <laughs> May need one of those fourth quarter comebacks against a team like this, even with Ray Braille in the lineup. You know, they, they're a very good basketball team. Yeah, 100%. I mean, Texas A&M is no slouch. They're one of the best SEC women's college basketball teams. There is. I'm looking at last year, um, Texas A&M won the last meeting. It was in College Station. They won about 10 points, 80 to 70. But, um, but yeah, so like I said, Texas A&M going to be a tough out. They were ranked. I was trying to find their ranking at the beginning of the season. I know they were higher than 25. I want to say they were ahead of the Lady Vols. I'm going to get to that by the end of this pod for sure. But um, anyway, yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be a good game in TBA tonight. I'm excited to watch it. I hope that Ray Burrell could get more minutes on the court, you know, kind of exhibit some some good play there, some fully healthy uh, action. But I want to mention Jordan Horston. Like you said, she's been dealing with an illness. Harper said yesterday in her media availability that Jordan should be back to full force. So tonight we're going to see it all on the court. Jordy, Burrell, and TK. But, Riley, you talked about the guard play. Who is your X factor tonight for the Lady Vols? With Jordan Walker, like you were saying earlier, she's been on kind of a tear recently. She can keep that up. All of a sudden, I mean, she she's having one of the most dominant runs for any player I've seen this season, other than Tamari Key, obviously, who's been dominant all season. But uh, you have Jordan Walker there. I think she's improved her play on her own a lot. Obviously, she's taking those threes, which she wasn't doing a lot of. She wasn't taking very many shots at the beginning of the year. Or, you know, like you said, she would have an on game or an off game. But uh, these past couple of games, she's been very confident with her shots. She's been going up that line and taking the shot. She's been finding the open the uh, open player in the, on the court to make that shot for her, you know. So uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to go with Jordan Walker here. She's going to have to play great on offense, great on defense. But I think – her of all people, the way she's playing right now, she could definitely do it. Yeah, and uh, I found the Texas A&M rankings. They were at 23 to start the season. So a little higher, but not as high as I thought. But, yeah, so Texas A&M been in the mix all season. They're going to be a good game tonight for sure. But what's your final score prediction for tonight's game? It's hard. This is a hard one. I think I'm going to have to go Lady Vols 64 Texas A&M will go 59. So a little bit more of a defensive game. Um, I think so. Than some. Gotcha. I got you, man. I dig it. I dig it. Well, um, like I said, pretty short today. You have anything else you want to talk about with the Lady Vols real quick? Nothing in particular, just that I'm super excited to see, you know, does Ray Braille play tonight? Do we see more of her? How many minutes do you think she gets? This one's harder than the score prediction. Let's go. Let's go. I think I think we can get up to like 17, 18 minutes out of her. Okay. I, I would say that's a win after 12. You know, I'm curious yeah. to see if she starts. That's the thing. Yeah, no, that's a, that's going to be a major thing. Um, seeing if she can get in that starting lineup and play for extended for an extended period of time, you know, or even if it's not, you know, if she starts and then we take her out and we kind of use her very sparingly in and out type of play. Because obviously our players or our, our guards have played very well and our forwards, you know, because she can play both. But right. uh, they both played really well in her absence. So I don't think there's any rush to have her in the lineup. 
but I do think it is important to get her in the lineup, give her that time, because obviously you can have a lot of great reps in practice, but it's just not the same as being on the court and playing yeah, like that. So mm-hmm. I, I do think it's a good idea to have her in there a little bit, you know, like her to shake the rust off, playing against a very good team, very well-coached team, like I said, against Texas A&M. Uh, Ray Burrell could, could, could be – this could be a very good opportunity is what I'm trying to say, for her to get some minutes in against a pretty good team. Yeah, 100%. And it's interesting because they did it last week, obviously, with Thorson, TK, and Burrell. But like I said, they haven't all been full force at the same time because Horson didn't even play in the first game. He She had that right. injury, made her season debut against UCF. So in the first game, I remember they obviously didn't start Horson. They played Darby at the two, and then they started uh, Burrell and Dye at the forwards, and then TK at the center, obviously with Walker at point. So tonight, I, I, almost, I would probably say that Burrell doesn't start again tonight, but – I agree. By Kentucky, by the Kentucky game on January 16th and TBA, I feel like at that Oof. point, barring any setbacks, Burrell's going to be in the starting five. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, and, I'm, dude, this lineup is – the Vols are so deep because Sarah Puckett has just been incredible all year. Brooklyn Miles has been incredible off the bench. Like, this team is going to be scary. I tweeted out the other day, with TK doing what she's done, like, oh, oh, you know, over-exceeding these expectations. This team is going to be scary in SEC play. I mean, UConn and South Carolina, obviously the two toughest games coming up. But, man, it's going to be hard for me to put, you know, anybody above the Lady Vols moving forward if Burrell's 100%. I see that. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think this team, their potential is unmatched in women's basketball. You see the way this team has kind of rallied together without their leader having her back now the like the potential is just unmatched you, this team could go anywhere this team could be the winner of the tournament at the end of the season yep absolutely riley and everybody that's going to do it for this episode of the volunteer country on si podcast appreciate you all listening riley you going to be playing in the snow today or what oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> what's your- right after this right after this i'm out there what's your favorite snow activity i know you were in college now but what's your favorite <sighs> snow activity is a tough one. My mom makes this thing called snow cream. I've had that. It is is so good. It's so good. It's the best. It's the best. I've had it one time. Typically, it doesn't snow enough in West Tennessee for you to have enough snow. But, yeah, today might be the day. Today might be the day. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, everybody, I hope you all had a happy new year. Thank you all for continuing to support the Volunteer Country on SI Podcast. Matt, myself, Jake, CJ, Dale, Riley everybody a part of these airwaves riley tell everybody where they can find you on the socials all right come check me out at riley haltum on both twitter and instagram i don't post much on instagram post more on twitter so at riley haltum absolutely and give your host a follow while you're at it at jack foster tv can also follow volunteer country at vr2 on si on socials thank you all so much for listening we'll we'll be with you shortly to wrap up some basketball some recruiting you know we got you covered all the way everybody have a great night watch tennessee texas a&m tonight keep up with volunteer country and we'll see you next time